It's not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero Slate. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes, it's Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Krista Lurk. And my name is Mike Royer. And what we love most of all is movie trailers, Mike. Uh, that's what you should have said there. I thought you were going to uh, say. I was like, we, did I say something wrong? No, no, you said everything <laughs> right. Yeah, this week is Comic-Con Brazil. And Comic-Con Brazil, CCXP is a very wild, very much a wild card in terms of news it's we're going to get. So It's the, it's the sleeper <laughs> con of all cons. Yeah, yeah it's down there uh, in, in Brazil. So we've got uh, literally trailers uh like nobody's business this week and what we're going to talk about guardians of the galaxy transformers indiana jones and so much more so many other things going on yeah so literally every other bullet point in our notes this week is a trailer they just kept coming this week like we had big ones right at the top of the week and then it was every other day a new trailer a new trailer a new trailer Mm -hmm. and i was like hey i already made the art for the episode this week i can't cram any more in there we're just going to leave it the way it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, be, I mean, like, I, I I don't know if maybe they released them because of Comic-Con Brazil or if they're trying to get them in front of, you know, um, Avatar at the end of this month. I, I don't know what's going on, but it, yeah, I, it's crazy. I wonder if there's like a, I wonder if there's like just kind of like a bit of media savvy there where it's like everyone's going to be going home for the holidays. We want to prep people's brains mm-hmm. with all of the new properties that they're going to be seeing next year so they can talk to their families about it. Uh, oh, yeah. That would be my that would be my that would be my insider guess. Yeah, well, and and I'll tell you what it worked because this weekend, um, my my father in law, we combined Thanksgiving and Christmas into one weekend, uh, and we we did that yesterday. And um, you know, on the ride up there, I was talking to my my brother and sister in law who rode with us. You know about some of these trailers, like what's going on. Um, mm. You know, like because I just, I just like I was like I was, every time I kept thinking around, like oh here's another one, oh and here's another one, uh, and here's another one, and they had their phones in the car so they could watch them. You know, in the back seat while we're driving, I was like, you watch this one, this one, this one. So, um, I, I I definitely think it worked out really really well in in that favor. And I would say the other thing, um, my my in laws, we did a white elephant this year, Mike. Um, we mm. we don't we normally just get guests for each other. There's only like six of us, so it's not it's not a huge event, but. Um, this white elephant, literally, you know, the, the point of a white elephant is to open a gift and steal a gift, right? You you always mm-hmm. want to steal the better gift. Actually, we all bought gifts for each other, so only one gift was stolen the entire night, uh, and the rest <laughs> were everyone got matched up with who they are. Um, so my first gift was stolen. I actually opened a game called Florida Man. It's a card game. Uh, okay. It, it's essentially two truths and a lie. You're going to read mm-hmm. off three headlines about Florida people, and these shenanigans are up to... And you have to guess whether which one was the lie. And if you uh, get that right, you move up. You, you have this little game board. It's like Florida. The points to get to Key West. And uh, like I said, nobody wins in Florida Man the game. But the other mm-hmm. game, um, the, the so my my mother in law, she 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 stole that. The other, um, uh, the the next one I opened up was literally a Fortnite Monopoly game. Uh, and they had no idea I played Fortnite. They just saw it and thought it looked like a really cool version of Monopoly. I'm like, well, this is this is perfect for me. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna keep this. Does anyone want to steal this? No. My wife got Harry uh, opened up a Harry Potter game for her. I'm like, this is just fantastic. Everybody knows everybody here. 
Um, so it was really fun. But I, I, I think, you know, like you mentioned, holidays and, and, and topics, you know, um, video games are dropping. Uh, we'll talk about some of that here in a little bit and, you know, other things. So uh, it's a great season to bring all this up with the family, right? It's a lot a lot easier to talk about this than, than the fall of Twitter as, as, we, as we know it. So... <laughs> Um, anyway, so let's get into what we've been doing because uh, I, want, I want to talk about these trailers with you. We, we, we mentioned in passing, but I think there's some great conversation here. So let's go ahead and jump in. What have you been doing? You've been watching, actually, a series based on video game. Yes, much like uh, Arcane, uh, <laughs> which was, God, I don't even remember more, earlier this year or maybe late last year, Arcane was like the anime adaptation of League of Legends. Mm-hmm. So now there's a new adaptation that came out relatively recently called cyberpunk edge runners and i the only reason i really wanted to watch this was i kept hearing people say this this show in conversation the same time they would talk about arcane they're like oh what are your favorite like video game adaptations you know and they would say like oh arcane edge runners are always right next to each other so i was like okay i'll check this out so I, I booted up there on Netflix, and very similar to Arcane, where I don't know anything about League of Legends, I don't know anything about Cyberpunk. I only know yeah. about the drama around it. <laughs> Literally the, the, vi- of the game. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the bugs and the uh, graphical issues everybody had with it. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I I asked you earlier like last week. I was like, do people still play that game? And you're like, oh no, it's like huge. They fixed it. It's yeah. like good to go. You can play it now. And there's so. DLC, and there's a next gen version coming out soon. So yeah, everyone's into that right now. Yeah, wild. So the show's really the show's really crazy it's really it's really adult uh graphic at times so definitely don't show it to your kitties but it kind of reminded me of kind of watching anime back when i was a teenager uh, yeah. you know getting like really energized about like these high-paced action scenes and they would they would do something like really adult or graphic and be like oh gross they just pulled that thing out of that person so if you're kind of looking for maybe a little bit of uh that in your anime i would recommend cyberpunk edge runners mm-hmm. uh i was surprised with all the kind of like critical uh uh like buzz i was hearing around it it didn't get renewed for a second season which is a big bummer i thought for sure i was going to be able to google edge runners uh after i finished season one and be like oh season two renewed but no it got canceled i was like how like (laughs) i guess maybe not enough people went and watched it but like now i could say there's a new classification of content out there which is similar to back in the day with like the he-man cartoons of like uh, Arcane and uh, Edge Runners is like the best commercials ever made for these yeah. video games, and not in a cynical way, I would say, because they're just kind of riffing off of the world. They're not really doing like a one-to-one adaptation because you can't really do that with League of Legends anyway. You right. know, it's like an um, yeah, it's not, it's it's uh, not a story-based game. It's it's yeah, very much exactly. A, but you yeah. could do that with uh, Edge Runners. So that was fun. The cyberpunk world seems really cool. So after watching the show, I'd be like, oh, I want to play the game now. I want to be in there. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'm glad that you said that they're working on a next gen version because I was just going to go out and buy like the current gen but, version, but I'll wait until that new. You can, and you'll get out. the free upgrade. But if you just want to go straight in with the next gen, I, I'd wait for that rather than yeah than do that. But I I, I bought it when it came out. I had no real um, inclination. But it is fun, you know. It's it's the the big thing it's known for is his graphical glitches in Keanu Reeves as as a character, <laughs> literally modeled in the game. He's not Keanu Reeves in the game, but you know he's modeled in there. So it's it's really fun. It's it's got like um, I I would say very akin to a a if you like Skyrim in the future, right? Like uh, like a literally a uh, futuristic Skyrim, if you will. But you know both of those games. You you mentioned um, you, you know um. This here, uh, Cyberpunk and, um, what was Arcane. it? What, not, not Arcane, it's, it's the other game. 
The Witcher are owned by the same mm. company, uh, CD Projekt Red. They're the ones who have created the games for these. Oh, yeah. And I it, didn't even realize, now that you say Witcher, that all three of those things are on Netflix. Yes. So I guess uh, they, that's a strategy yeah, over there. Yeah, League of Legends is, I believe, Riot Games, but Cyberpunk and and, and um, Witcher are both, you know, a CD Projekt Red. So that's interesting. Mm. You know, it sounds like, you know, Netflix is going all in on the Witcher stuff, right? They're even, without Henry Cavill, they're recasting. They've got two um, spinoffs. One of them's coming out this week. Or, or this month, and another one was announced recently. But like, they're going all in on this these properties. Yeah, you you got to find the IP where you can, yeah. right? I was at a, a Target the other day, and I saw these really cool uh, Lego sets that were uh, Pokemon characters. I was like, oh wow, finally, like Lego got into the Pokemon game. No, 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 no. This was Mega Blocks. Mega Blocks, yeah. The, <laughs> the lesser block got the yeah. um, got the sponsorship. Well, from, yeah, uh, got the license from and Pokemon. I was like, man, Lego, you letting the ball drop. The same thing with Halo. Uh, Mega Bloks got the Halo license as well, which I thought was interesting because you know I was like, well, that that's a huge name, right? You'd want Lego mm. to to back that up, but um, yeah. So I mean, that's that's cool. I mean, back to the original talk, Cyberpunk Edge Runners is is interesting enough that you know you want to play the game now because you know the the, the game does have a I would say Redness Ledger, right? Um, for his history so that's good to know it's, it's brought people back into the to the game for that so yeah cool. so if you if you're in for an, an, an adult romp go check out Edge yeah. Runners. but chris you've been you've been playing something brand new brand spanking new came out friday um because video games come out fridays now i thought they were always tuesdays uh but now now the fridays came out friday uh it's actually paused on the screen behind me right now um i was playing it earlier is <laughs> marvel's midnight suns um this game is very um, the first hour is very dialogue heavy because they're building you into this world where um, literally Tony Stark and Doctor Strange are using science and magic to help defeat this uh, demon lady Lilith. And you play as a custom created character called the Hunter, which is her daughter. And the whole point of this game is uh, there's three fa- there's three phases to every every mission, Mike. One is you wake up for the day and you go and interact with um, people, like training, sparring, sending your characters on missions to unlock new cards for your for your abilities. Then you go do missions. So right now I'm currently defeating um, a, a demonized Venom with Spider-Man, uh, the character Magic uh, from New Mutants, and my character. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way it looks visually top-down, kind of like uh, Ultimate Alliance, which people I, I are familiar with, and I think people would... You know, know that reference, but it plays in a very tactical. Um, it's based on, on a company called XCOM, but it's tactical. So you get a handful of cards. You can play three cards every turn, and you can position your characters around the map. And then you you try to beat the Hydra enemies or the big boss while it's going on. Um, so you, you you do this, and then at the end of it, you actually go through and you you have like it's very much like a. Um, I wouldn't say like it's like a character relationship simulator at the end of the day. So you go talk to your characters in this big, um, it's called the sanctuary world, and you try to become better friends with them so you can unlock better cards and, and more abilities with them. So it's got three very distinct portions, which is really cool. But like um, that first hour is a slog, uh, which is you know of course every game always has like oh here's the world and here's how you play the game. I'm like okay let's let's get through this. I wanna I wanna get to the part where I'm beating people up because. Uh, playing the superheroes in this world is really cool, and, and having like the options I played as Robbie Reyes, the Ghost Rider with the car. Uh, one of his abilities is literally just drive your car in a straight line through everybody who's in that straight line. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Marvel, you know, she's like a tank. She comes in, beats people up pretty good. Doctor Strange is summoning magic weapons. He's attacking with. It, it's really fun. 
Um, but you know, I, I think you've got to you've got to understand what you're getting into before you buy this game. It's not just like a, a straight action romp like Ultimate Alliance. Like there's very much a dialogue heavy driven portion of this where you're choosing dialogue trees and and, and creating relationships with the characters. Yeah. All kind of like Mass Effect, which I know is free on PlayStation this month. So people are. I mean, it seems in like the it seems like Marvel games might not quite be in like a renaissance just yet but you know they got the spider-man games that are out there doing Mm -hmm. really well this game has been highly anticipated i'm not entirely sure what the the critics are saying receptively 80 to 90 percent right now uh across that's good yeah yeah and then on top of that we got all these kind of like more higher profile Mm -hmm. like triple a titles that were just announced so and and, and the guardians game Um, oh yeah yeah this could really be uh popping off for marvel here yeah and i'm excited for the wolverine game too and also the the mobile game that is constantly Marvel advertised Snap. to me on uh, Twitter. Yeah. It's like all of the advertisers left Twitter, and the only thing left is like is the Marvel, Marvel Snap, Snap account. Yeah, they probably just like prepaid for all of these slots a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. We don't we don't care what your politics are on Twitter. Just play our, play our damn game. Uh, it's on a phone. But Marvel Snap is fun. But um, and then also um, you know, unrelated to this, the new Fortnite uh, chapter dropped today, and they actually are they're finally putting Hulk in the game. And one of the teasers is literally Hulk on a dirt bike because you can drive dirt bikes in the game now. So I was like, that's pretty funny. Uh, there's there's a character in uh, Elden Ring. It's a gigantic boss, like a huge, a huge hulking creature that rides around on a tiny, uh, real sized horse. Oh so man, that's envi- funny. I'm I'm just envisioning a gigantic yeah. Hulk, not a little tiny dirt bike. Yeah. How does he how does he hold? How does he accelerate? Does he just use like his fingers it, and his thumb? I, I didn't I didn't get that close to his hands, but he's like it looks like a clown on like a little tricycle. Is how how big All he right. looks. It's Hulk pretty funny. On dirt bike Fortnite. Fortnite. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta, you're gonna you're gonna see, see this. what this looks like. All yeah. right. Uh, no. Oh, there it is. <laughs> He, like his that's, his that's legs funny. are like up in his chin kind of thing. Like it's just, it's so big. But. Yeah, it kind of looks like um. Oh, what's that dirt bike game that I played before? Uh, I don't remember oh. what it was. But it's kind of like a it's like a side scrolling dirt bike <laughs> game where you're just trying to get oh. through like little yeah you're, puzzles. You're doing the ramps and like you're trying to like yeah. make all the stuff. Uh, uh, trials. It's called trials. Trials. That's sort of those. It yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah so. it looks like Hulk's playing trials. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fun. So. Yeah, so I've got I've got Midnight Suns behind me, and then you know Fortnite queued up later. And lastly, the other thing I wanted to say I watched because I actually did watch something this week is a very fun little uh, thing on Entertainment Weekly uh, with with actor Brett Goldstein, uh, who is known for now for playing Hercules in Thor: Love and Thunder, or uh, I don't know his character's name in Ted Lasso, but he's the guy in Ted Lasso everybody thought was a hologram because he just. <laughs> right, right. Roy Kent was his name. Yeah, there you go. Um, sat down to uh, have a quote-unquote interview with the Muppets from the, the Muppet Christmas Carol on its 30th anniversary this year. Um, and um, the Muppet Christmas Carol is a staple in our house. My wife listens to the soundtrack when she's decorating her tree, and we always watch it. Um, it's, it's really fun because Michael Caine, right, a classic actor, Michael Caine mm-hmm. plays Scrooge, and, you know, um, there's always um, – it's told from the, the, the point of view of Gonzo and Rizzo, which are fun. So this is really fun to, to have um, – you know, Brett Goldstein sit down and interact with the Muppets, right? They're like talking about how they're they're you know remembering making the movie and their favorite parts of the movie. Mike, you you, you watched a little bit of it. You, you said the um your favorite part was the Robin saying, "I liked it when Tiny Tim didn't die at the end of the movie." <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know Robin played Tiny Tim. So uh, you know, I've talked about this more, more recently with the new version coming on Disney Plus with that extra song here in a couple weeks. So this is really fun for them to kind of kick that off here. Uh, I've included the link. It's got the text interview, but you can also watch it as well. Um, well, and, and see I have it. I have a fun Brett Goldstein anecdote, actually, conveniently timed for your uh, watching. Oh, nice! 
Uh, we went to a uh, a comedy show on Thursday this week. Uh, it was a Pete Holmes and Friends comedy show. So uh, only knew I was getting Pete Holmes, which is great because that's what we went there for. But, you, you know, you're always wondering when you go to these shows, who's going to be the and friends? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I expect Pete Holmes being a, a, a talented and accomplished comedian will have funny friends. So I'm always expecting the uh, talent that he brings oh, yeah. out to be funny. But, like, you know, there's a chance I'm probably not going to know them or there'll be, like, some sort of niche comic or whatever that's, like, maybe written on TV shows or movies. But, you know, I'm not really familiar with. But uh, he brings out Brett Goldstein, which was a wild wild because I didn't even know the guy did stand-up comedy like I knew he did like you know behind the scenes stuff like writing and directing but I didn't know he did stand-up comedy so he just like comes out like just does some like stand-up really funny talks about the difference of what it's like living in America now and uh, people uh, didn't warn him about some about some things that he that he has not adapted to just yet. But it was just wild. He's like wow I'm looking at Roy Kent. He's just feet away from me on stage. I didn't know he did stand-up comedy. And then uh, after, and then like Judd Apatow came out, which was wild too. Wow! Um, yeah, I mean that's was, that's, a, a, that's a stack lineup right there already. Yeah, it was a star-studded night. Some other comedians. So yeah, got to see Brett Goldstein in the flesh. He he had a he he made a joke where he referenced his height. So if if you if anyone want to know how tall he was, according to Brett Goldstein, he's five eleven. Uh-huh. But I told my wife, I was like, I think he looks shorter to me. But I think it might have been an optical. No, no you mind? Uh, I've heard Hollywood height just minus two <laughs> inches. Like, and, and well, that's what it really is. Well, like you know, sometimes like when when your t shirt is too long and. It makes like your it makes your legs look shorter, but your torso look longer. So I think that's kind of what was going on. Okay, going on there a little bit. So uh, it was. It it's because he's it not real. Out. It's because he's not real. He's not a real person. He's a hologram. He's CGI, <laughs> and he was just he was drawing attention to that. That way, you'd be like, well, maybe maybe he's a real person. No. Yeah, but uh, Brett Goldstein's yeah. he's a hot ticket right now. Yes. He's uh, working with the Muppets, Ted Lasso, <laughs> Muppets, Marvel. Apparently, he's. Created by artificial intelligence yeah. as well. Yeah, he, and he's Hercules in Marvel, so he's got he's got mm. everything going up for him. So so good for him. So um, yeah, let's jump in. Let's jump into news. Uh, first and foremost, again, we said uh, Brazil Comic Con CCXP is going on this week. Everybody uh, that I can think of is there, except maybe Warner Brothers. I don't. I didn't see anything. And in, we have some DC news, but none of this I think came out of Brazil. I think it just came out of their like social account. So. Um, We'll talk more about that later, but you know everybody else is down there. Everyone's having a good time. They're 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 bringing their A game. Um, maybe maybe I don't know the film market down there, but maybe it's huge, right? Maybe maybe they have a really big market down there, and we just don't know it. Uh, so it's really cool to do that. Uh, one of the things I think that's I who owns Transformers, Mike? Is it Universal? Is this? Um, I mean, I it's Hasbro. So right, but, I think. But who I think does the Hasbro, movie? I mean, it probably would be Universal. I mean, they have a very strong presence in the Universal theme park. So yeah. maybe Universal has the, the, the film rights at the moment. Yeah. So uh, if not, either way, there is a Transformers Rise of the Beast, our first trailer coming out. We talked about this, what, a week or two ago? Um, you know, like, oh, things are coming. We saw the first mug. So obviously, you know, if we get the mugs, the the merch, the trailer's far, not far behind. So we got our first trailer of this upcoming Transformers movie. And first and foremost, just to explain people where everything exists in Transformers now, this is apparently a sequel to Bumblebee, uh, which was set in the 90s. So this might be early 2000s, but still before all... Like, if it is going to connect to Michael Bay's movie-verse, this is still before the first Transformers movies they ever did. Um, I the, the farther they stay away from that, I think the better they're going to be, right? Um, Bumblebee's a fantastic, a, a fun adventure for Transformers. 
Um, and what we get in this is really fun for me because we get to see our beast doors in live action. Like I've got mm-hmm. a giddy grin on my face because I love beast wars. I love my maximals. I love my predacons. Um, I don't collect a lot of action figures, but I tell you how many beast wars I have at least 30, <laughs> like right, right. I can tell you right now. Um, so we get to see Ron Perlman, uh, you know, uh, voice, uh, we don't see him. We hear him voice Optimus Primal in, in the big monkey form that we talked about. Obviously, these animals are huge, right? We, we, we just debated that last time. How big are they really going to be? Uh, they don't hide these animals' size. Uh, like, the, you literally see Cheetor running beside Bumblebee at one point, or one of the yeah. cars, and he's, like, twice the size of the car. I mean, the funny the funny thing is, is I kind of forgot. Uh, they kind of have sh- uh, shrunk the normal Autobots, because mm-hmm. it's been a while since I've seen uh, Bumblebee, but they show, I think, Optimus. Yeah, does make a cameo in Bumblebee, possibly. Yeah, at the end, I think he's at the end of it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so we get to see, you know, Optimus, um, um, the truck version of him. I get it confused because we're getting lots of different Optimuses. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, say Primal we to, on this one and just regular. Yeah, we, yeah, we get to see Optimus in his truck form, and it's like small truck. Like I think it's maybe. I don't, okay, here's the problem. I don't know Transformers lore. I don't know all these little bits and bobs. Uh, but I, I assume Optimus is just smaller when he doesn't have his trailer. <laughs> like, does his trailer is what adds extra mass, and that's how he got to be so tall next to, like, Shia LaBeouf? Well, because he's looking smaller, which makes the animals kind of look look big, bigger. but also small at the same time. Yeah. So it's, we're playing with scale here, but everything seems to be a lot, lot smaller. Like, the yeah. main actor who was in Into the Heights... He like Anthony there's Ramos, like a shot yeah. at the end of the trailer where he jumps out of the Porsche and then the Porsche transforms and the Porsche is only like twice as tall as him like yeah it's like they, it's, they, it's, it's it's small they seem like they've scaled them back in Bumblebee in this to like the animated show size right mm. compared to the people because I agree I remember it's like one of the other transformers like two or three or whatever I lost track where like optimus is like hovering over everybody right he's like 20 times taller than a human and you're like mm-hmm. what the hell happened and you know obviously it's michael bay thinking bigger is obviously better all around so you know if, if no one's i i think the people putting this certain you know are are trying to make it seem hey these are more realistic right a car that transforms isn't going to be three times the size of the car's mass total when it's said and done so but either way, um, I believe that BM, or the Porsche uh, is actually voiced by um, Pete Davidson uh, in this movie as well. Um, <laughs> what but, isn't Pete Davidson doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, we get to see uh, Primal in, in the uh, gorilla mode. We can see Cheetor, who does it. They, they both do transforms in this, right? You get to see him do the transform on the big. There's a big battlefield with a lot of uh, Autobots going on. Yeah. And and mm. and um, the Decepticons, I believe, I, they're Predacons. Maybe they're not the normal. It's not the T-Rex version of Megatron in this. It's, it's other people. Um, we can see Air Razor uh, and, and um, Rhinox as well. Air Razor is the big bird who's like destroying a bridge at some point. So I'm pretty excited to see these in, in live action. I, I, I can tell just by looking at this, there's not really a whole lot for me to grab onto other than, hey, there's Transformers and they're arguing with each other. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lean on my 90s nostalgia for my Beast Wars and, and be like, yeah, I like these guys. Um, but yeah. other than that, I, I, there's not really not much to glean out of this, right? It looks like a Transformers yeah. movie. Yeah, I don't know if um, chronologically this was the very first trailer we got last week, but I legitimately forgot about mm. it. Uh, so it's, maybe that goes to say not a whole lot of it, staying power here when it's competing well, against uh, all these other trailers. Yeah, well, it, it's just like a big mess of action, right? Like there's no... I didn't, 
there's no story beats, which is which is why what's missing. Because um, the villain is a is a, a bad robot called Scourge, and all the bad a robots, bad robot no yeah, well, bad the, robot in a Transformers movie yeah, <laughs> yeah but all the bad robots look the same right I'm like if you told mm. me it's Scourge I'm like well which one was he I don't know he's he's the dark one I guess I, fuck what I know um, but it's not the first trailer the first trailer uh, was actually Mario Brothers and we'll talk about that later because um, I kind of forgot about that one uh, a little bit at least I tried to forget it. Because the hell with you. Um, but anyway, so Transformers Rise of the Beast. We, all these trailers are also in our show notes, by the way. So you can click on the show notes, watch the trailer right away in their official channels on YouTube. Um, so you can check that out right now. Check out the um, the cool beast coming coming our way uh, June of next year uh, in theaters. The other trailer, this is, um, Mike was even confused here. And I'll explain to you. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, there's a Ant-Man Legacy trailer released. And... It's not a real new story trailer. It just tells Ant-Man's like, this is Ant-Man from one where Michael Douglas needs you to be the Ant-Man and he was released from prison and this is a story across it. Um, kind of setting up the stakes for this one, Quantumania being huge, uh, which yes. we, we do know this. We, we we know Quantumania is literally leading to our next Avengers movies and um, like we said, is, is way more important than a shrinking briefcase uh, tower that they're chasing. So Yes, these, uh, these legacy trailers are just more and more proof that the MCU is just one very expensive TV show mm-hmm. and these are just episode recaps yeah. right uh, so uh, I mean I'll probably just I mean there's not a whole lot there I would say to Ant-Man there's I guess there's more than what you think there's going to be I mean you got the first two movies so if you can yeah. just kind of remember what happens in there you're good to go yeah. he pops up in Civil War uh, pops up again in uh, well, Endgame. Yeah, Endgame. I would say Ant-Man 1-2 Endgame Civil War is just a fun cameo to show that he can do growing instead of just shrinking. But that's really about it. Yeah. Be- because I think in- Endgame, you know, it, it shows you know, he, he, they, they are using the quantum realm, right, to, to do all this stuff with time travel. And Kang obviously is going to be doing some of that shit. So. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, this, this Legacy trailer is a fun little thing, just to recap. Not too much, not not anything new, um, you know, teasing King at the end of it. The other thing is we had a leak of the uh, MODOK uh, Funkos last week. They are officially released, so if you want to go look those up, go look them up. I didn't include them. Uh, Chris, if you, r- real quick when it comes to recaps, uh, we know how I'm always talking about I go on YouTube to look mm-hmm. up uh, recaps for things. Uh, I saw one of the, one of the uh, recap channels that I like just did an entire recap of the entire series of The Walking Dead. Oh, and Jesus. And it's only... And it's only 40 minutes long, surprisingly, for as many hours of content that they made. So, like, I'm probably just going to sit down one day and just, like, instead of, like, throwing up an episode of something I want to watch, I'm like, I'm just going to watch this recap yep. and just, like, speed you, run The Walking Dead and I'll be caught do, up. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to say, do, do you want to, like, because they are doing the Rick Grimes, you know, TV movies, are you going to, like, are you just going to wait until those think, are done? I don't think they're doing those yep, anymore. They, they are. The, the end of the Nick. show is ends with the 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 next thing for him which is rick grimes again okay well okay. they're not they're not theatrical movies anymore they're Mm. they're like paramount plus probably or amc plus yeah that makes sense Uh, um and then there's a a negan and maggie show coming too uh, right you're not done you can watch (laughs) this and then you're gonna have to watch another one uh whenever it's all said and done maybe i don't know Uh, this is just me uh advocating for recap channels there's too much out there to watch in the world don't don't feel like you can't take the cliff notes version of it (laughs) that was one of my favorite parts of andor as you gotta watch the recap of the last episode or what's happened in the story important beats up until that episode Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, there is still a relevance for it on streaming shows today that are that are coming out weekly. So, uh, kudos to that. 
A big, big drop this week. I, I would say this is, might be the biggest trailer we got this week. Well, these next two are these maybe, next two maybe, are huge. Yeah, maybe t- maybe tied with the next yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. This one I think is pretty awesome. As Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. I've seen the leaked trailer from San Diego Comic Con, Mike. I think I sent it to you as well. Um, so we've seen a very awkward angle. So we get our first official trailer for Guardians Three. Um, James Gunn is you know huge in DC right now, so this is probably his last Marvel project um, for a long time, if not ever. So to to see the Guardians pick up, you know, years later, it has been, uh, what was it, 20, 2016 when we got the Guardians last? Uh, so uh, it's been a long time. And, and this trailer, you know, hit with some real, it's got some real good humor. It's got some emotional looking scenes. It's, uh, I love the song. The song I actually put in here is called In the Meantime by the band Space Hog. But that shows that they're moving into the 90s era of music, right? Since you got that Zoom at the end of Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not just stuck with, you know, 70s, 80s rock. Or they're moving yeah. into that. So uh, really cool soundtrack. Mike, what do you think of it? Ugh, man, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. If, if we know anything, James Gunn is not afraid to kill characters, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing. But it means everything's at stake, right? I mean, if this yeah. trailer is telegraphing anything... It's that Rocket is going to die. And I don't know if it's just a misdirect, but, like, it's almost so overt, right? You know, Rocket gets a lot of really emotional kind of, like, you know, narration to the trailer. Uh, There's literally a shot of him, like, on the ground with, like, his, like, first ripped off and you can like see like metal plates under them. Yeah, cybernetic plates. Yeah. And then there's like a whole like uh like dream like scene where it looks like he's in like this he's... white void and he's got like this emotional look on his face. Cut to like Peter like screaming yeah. like with At, like, like a table. Looks like probably like yeah. a, like a ventilation too. I was like, yeah. "Oh, they're going to fucking kill Rocket and I'm going to cry." So yeah. Rocket's like my favorite member of the Guardians, so mm-hmm. well, it, I hope I hope they don't do it. I don't want yeah. to go. <laughs> and yeah. we and, and 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 I get it, like emotionally, like from a script point of view, it could really really work. But I just keep thinking, like strategically, like no, he's the best character to keep around. Like all, you just need the voice. Like you don't yeah. need to bring in the actor. You just put him on the screen, just with a computer. Don't get rid of my boy. Yeah, I'm worried, Chris. Well, well, and 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 as soon as you say that, I'm like, well, Mike Mike's bringing it to fruition here if you say it out loud you know but this trailer does you know um it, it showcases a high evolutionary right um played by i i can't never pronounce his name chuck woody awoje um he he's in um he was in peacemaker right as the leader of the team so he's a really good actor we get to see counter earth which is where the high evolutionary has mixed um or created anthropomorphized animals in this world and like literally um uh, Drax throws a ball like at like full <laughs> speed at a little bit bunny kid's face. Um, so that's pretty funny. I you know you mentioned we get to see the baby baby rocket scene in this mm-hmm. right where he's getting picked from the cage, and his uh, love interest in the comic books and uh, the video games Lila the otter as well. So um, not just rocket we get a Lila. So I you know there's a lot of emotional beats in this trailer. Not just humor but like very very emotional beats in here. Um, I really enjoy their comic book suits, right? The blue with the the, the button up kind of. Um, I don't know what that looks called, right? It's like a con, not a conductor suit, whatever it is. Um, and then the the ship, the Bowie, is named after David Bowie, is in here, uh, returning from Guardians Holiday Special. Um, overall, um, pretty effective trailer, Mike. I'm pretty. We we saw like one scene, or like one little clip of uh, what's his name, uh, the Golden Guy. Adam Warlock as well. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't know what he's doing, but he looks pretty cool in this. 
um you know some people were like oh look at the among us suits at the end of the trailer that they're in like the big colorful suits um it looked like they're on like some sort of big it looks like it's growing hair and skin at the end of the trailer i don't know if yeah, you caught um, that it, re- it reminded me of the first kind of level in the guardians of the galaxy video game yeah um i don't remember exactly kind of what the creature looked like because it's been a minute since i played it but i I mean, there's a chance it could be very much the same. But, yeah, that's yeah. Kind of, those are kind of the vibes I got from it. But, yeah, there's going to be some finality to this movie, right? Because yeah. Gunn has already kind of said that this is going to be the final form of this team of Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this – I'm hoping that this will be a rocket misdirect and, like, maybe he'll kind of, like, ride off into the sunset, like, you know, retire yeah. from the team type of thing yeah. instead of, like, you know, expiring. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, hundred hundred percent. I think yeah, maybe he's he goes off with with Lila at the end, right? They they send them off somewhere else to live live their life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would say the last thing I would add to it is really cool to see Groot holding like six guns because he's using oh, his yeah. branches to to do the guns instead of everything. So I, there's some cool shots in here. We don't know a lot. Again, Marvel trailers are known to to fake us outright. We 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 know there's fake outs. Um, mm-hmm. so very very excited to watch this coming uh, in uh, in May of this year. Uh, it's, I don't. I don't know what else to say. I, I, I'm disappointed in the little bit of Adam Warlock we got, but knowing Adam Warlock and the High Evolutionary are in here, I'm, I'm interested to see kind of how they interact in this as the villains. So we keep you guys posted. The other uh, trailer that I think we maybe I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but we at least talked about it off air um, is uh, Indiana Jones Five, and we have an official t- title called The Dial of Destiny. So Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. The title is not confirmed with our first trailer, and um, you know, there's a lot of emotions for Indiana Jones out there, uh, right? Uh, people really, really don't like the last one, uh, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, some people, you know, really don't like the second one. Uh, you know, people love the first and third. Um, last Crusade and the, um, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So, you know, coming back to this, there's a lot of, I think, um, expectations, emotions. People are like, why are they doing this? Harrison Ford's like 85 years old. Why is he doing a movie Anything about being Indiana Jones? Um, I will say it's really cool to see you know them use the de-aging effect again, right? On on Harrison Ford, it looks good. Marvel and Disney have really invested in that effect. Overall, um, you mentioned specifically the soundtrack, hearing those notes from oh, John Williams score. Like I don't want to say it's a cheat code because cheat code makes it seem like no work is put into it, but yeah, I mean, when's the last time like you authentically <laughs> heard the Indiana Jones theme song? new right Mm. it's not like we've had like some sort of like a beloved like video game where they've been able to throw the soundtrack in there or i don't know anything else like so it's just great to hear it again and it's just oh it gives you it gives you tingles down your down your i had goosebumps when i heard it and i i I think i've seen that one at least i've watched the trailer at least three times because i watched Mm. it on my computer then i had to show it to my wife and then i was like no i want to watch it on like my tv now hopefully when i go to the theaters uh this month uh, I'll get to see it again on the big yeah. screen. Uh, my favorite part of the trailer is it seems like Indy is finally going to try to maybe reconcile with this idea of this kind of this magical element that seems to exist in his world. Yeah. Um, it's it's a bit that I really liked that they leaned into in the Uncharted video games, which are heavily influenced by Indiana Jones. 
um, of this idea of like you're, you're going on a somewhat normal, you know, normal, uh, realistic adventure, but then you bump into these like kind of like edge cases of like, oh, what could this be? So yeah. I love that 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 is. But also it almost seems like Indy is getting to this age where he's like, I'm too old. It doesn't matter if magic exists anymore. I'm yeah. not going to be around for much longer anyway. I'm just trying to like just trying to make it from point A to point B without, you know. Uh, falling mm. down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, you know, there's, there's a couple, you know, again, there's no real story points here, but we get to see, you know, there, the, um, I forget the actress's name. Um, and I feel bad for it. Um, Phoebe Waller bridge. Yes. Yes. Uh, she's, a, um, his, a goddaughter uh, of him, right? No relation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's supposed to play the daughter of, um, who, who was the older gentleman he, he worked with in the other movies? I, I'm horrible with Indiana Jones characters. God, I don't know. But you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? It was like the mm-hmm. – yeah, it's like so um, – supposed to be the granddaughter of her of, of him. So, you know, it, it's – this seems fine. I, I, I'm very excited for this, to watch this. I, I don't yeah. think – I don't have – like there's no Steven Spielberg or George Lucas tied to this, right? It's James Mangold who did Logan – and the Wolverine, like two of the best Wolverine movies we've ever seen. Yeah, uh, I'm curious how much they'll feel the need to tie it back to previous Jones movies because, mm-hmm. you know, the Indiana Jones trilogy existed kind of before the this huge franchise connected universe push. Like you could pretty much watch really Indiana, any Indiana Jones movie. They don't really all connect all that much. Yeah, you know, there's some cause... character crossover, but they're kind of isolated adventures. So yeah. that's probably one of the reasons too why when you see like these little cameos and stuff pop up, you're like, oh, "What was that character? They look yeah. familiar." But because they were they were never really intended to be like this thread that you know <laughs> go through Indy's life. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be curious if they try to maybe wrap it up in a way because yeah, he yeah. ain't doing another one of these. <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee. I, I almost so there's a rumor that this dial of destiny is a time travel plot right because we see a lot of de-aged indiana oh i didn't even think about that yeah. i thought the de-aging might just be kind of like a some flashbacks. A narrative flashback advice yeah yeah so there's, because there's several shots of this there's rumors that this dial you know this magic is a time travel thing um and you're going to get a younger indiana and an older indiana interacting with each other at one point um but i i feel whether it's time travel or not I, I think Harrison Ford's only taking this movie if they he's like, kill me at the end of this. Please kill my character at the end of this. I don't want people to ask me to do more of these ever again. Like, <laughs> like I want to definitively kill Indiana Jones, please. Like, I think he did that with Star Wars, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, uh, with, with Han Solo, he's like, yeah, pl- please just kill me off and I'll I'll do it. I'll do I'll do it. Um, probably the Marvel movies he's gonna be in. They're like, he's like, yeah, I'll do it, but you gotta kill me at the end of it. Like, I don't want to be. I don't want people ask me for the next, you know, however, until I crash an airplane again, um, you know, uh, if I'm going to be doing more of these movies. So um, I, I think time travel would fit into uh, an Indiana Jones movie, um, you know, just just to, to, because I've seen I've seen this rumor on a couple news sites. You know, I, I think time travel, along with like all the other spiritual, mystical things that have happened to him, even if you take out the aliens, like, you know, the um, last crusade deals with the 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 chalice of christ right an infinite life like time travel definitely not out of the realm of indiana jones i think mm-hmm. so yeah it it, it 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 fits yeah so uh, i'm excited again i think james mangle does a great job and i'm i'm excited to see this so if you, if you guys haven't seen this yet um this is probably like i think probably perme- permeated more headlines than anything else um check check out that trailer below uh, speaking of Star Wars, Han Solo, we got um, some confirmation from Disney that the next season of The Mandalorian 3 
2.0 will be uh, was confirmed for March 1st on Disney Plus, Mike. So, Ooh, let's go. Yeah, it's around the corner. We we had it, how long has it been since Boba Fett? Was that earlier this year or was that late last year? Oh god. Uh time's a flat yeah. circle. Uh it's uh, Mandalorian it's season fun. 2.5, right? That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to fill in these uh Star Wars gaps, it's always fun to go to the toy aisle cuz uh, the only time I ever visit the uh the toy aisle in these department stores is around the holidays. And I was like, oh, they got a lot of Star Wars toys over here that are looking pretty decent. There's like an Ahsoka action figure that I was like, damn, that looks like Ahsoka. They did a pretty decent job there. Mm-hmm. The face isn't like a weird uh, mash. Was, so. was it a black series? Kind of? uh, I, the, the box did look black. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, those black series figures are, are, are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was December 29th, so we're, we're almost at a year uh, since the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, so, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, which, again, like I said, literally Mandalorian Season 2.5. So I'm very excited to get back to, to Mandalorian, the adventures of um, Din, Jaren, and Grogu. Uh, and uh, apparently they, they showed off some footage at um, – CCXP that I cannot find online, but they apparently features a return to Coruscant, uh, which is Ooh. cool. Um, I don't know if it's pre, like, is this Grogu escaping the Jedi Temple era, or is it like, you know, Mandalorian going to Coruscant? Um, in, in I don't know where it exists, so I think that's pretty cool that that they're gonna get back to that the big the big city planet, if you will. Uh, something I thought we were hundred percent gonna get this weekend, Mike, was a across the Spider Verse trailer. Um, however, um, I was only given a release date for a trailer, Mike, and, uh, a new image. So we have a new image featuring Miles and Gwen, um, from across the Spider-Verse and the trailer will be releasing on December 13th. So we are a little under, uh, not next week, but I guess in two weeks we'll be talking about this trailer on the show. Um, so, um, until then we get a Spider-Verse teaser image, right? I mean, yeah, I mean. Obviously, this movie is going to be uh, great. We're going to love it. Even if the story was written by, like, you know, a cocaine-up monkey, it's still going to look mm-hmm. amazing visually, right? That's, ir- that's ironic. You bring <laughs> up cocaine monkeys, but yes. Yeah. I feel like all of these uh, images that we've that they've released, they're not really hyping me. Yeah. They're just, like, they're just like screenshots from probably the most boring parts of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that there will be boring, but it's just like, oh, you're just... That's just well, a screenshot from a dialogue scene. Yeah. Like, that. I'm not getting much out of this. So I'm just like, I'm waiting for the good stuff, which is going to be the trailer, you know? Well, and, and I think the the strength of the visual, you know, uniqueness of, of the Spider-Verse film and now film series is how it looks in motion, right? Not the still images. Mm-hmm. Yes, it can be cool, and yes, we can see it, but, like, how they've done this art style and how it looks in motion is where it, it really comes to life and feels unique and beautiful so i I, th- I agree with you the images aren't doing anything for me either and i'm like why are you mm-hmm. why are you holding back on this just just give us the trailer when it comes out then we'll look at the images um but this but i also put down i remember this coming out june 2nd 2023 mike so we are we're coming up on the six month mark for this i believe to today or the, earlier this week um yeah so i'm uh, very excited to get back into the good side of sony's spider-man universes uh with, with that the Flash is also coming out next year. I always forget about the Flash movie. They've really tried to bury it, or at least not promote it. But um, there was a new logo that came for this movie. I didn't link it in here. I forgot to, Mike, so I'm going to have to go find that here in a second. But um, I think the biggest thing here is there's a promo art coming out with the Flash that showcases two Flash in two different suits. And one of them, um, they both appear to be Ezra Miller, 
um, Barry Allen's. We know there's two of them, right? But one of them, the one in the forefront, looks to be a repurposed Batman suit. Um, Spray-painted to look like the Flash. Oh, yeah, because it looks like the ears are kind of chopped ears? off the well, top. And you see the Batman logo with on his chest with the lightning oh, bolt over yeah, it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we know that this takes place in Tim Burton's universe, so um, it looks like maybe one of the Ezra Millers will be taking a Batman suit and, um, you know, using that yeah. side. So That's funny. It is, it is, it is pretty uh, uh, ironic that, you know, marketing this movie, they're just like, oh, man, is there any way we can, like, lean away from Ezra Miller when we're marketing this movie? And she's like, uh, actually, there's two of them in the movie, yeah. so you got to go the opposite direction. You're going to see his face twice on everything. You, you're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, and I just included the new Flash logo, and let me tell you what, it looks like it could be the TV Flash logo. That's uh, what I was going to... Like, they keep updating this, like, tweaking the Flash logo every once in a while. I'm like, you're not really doing much to this. Like, you're not really... Mm given us what's anything. there's this like blue graphic what is it does it say multiverse uh then it's just like bowl or something in the middle like inno bowl cra- is it chrono chrono bowl maybe chrono bowl maybe what's a chrono bowl <laughs> uh i don't know i, I mean like I, multiversal cereal what's what's happening here? yeah i don't exactly i mean i'd have a nice big chrono bowl of multiverse but um, it's probably something they're going to do in there. I do keep seeing the logo saving the future in the past or change the past in the future or something like that. It looks like they're really just throwing everything at the wall here and seeing what sticks um, before it comes out. Um, and I, I really, I would really love to see a trailer for this. But um, yeah, I uh, I googled Chrono Ball and I'm just getting uh, watches. Okay. Like physical merchandise. So, if anybody knows what Chrono Bowl is, or maybe I mean it could maybe be something different, but it looks like some of the letters are uh, covered up by uh, Ezra. So one know. one of the Ezras. <laughs> <clears throat> double double the the trouble there. So, um, yeah, you can check out all that promo art and stuff in our links. Uh, the other thing that I got a lot of questions about this weekend is who the hell is Blue Beetle. And what is this? So uh, our first official poster has been revealed for Blue Beetle, and I believe James Gun- DC Comics shared this on Twitter. James Gunn shared it, confirming this will only come to theaters, not on HBO Max, and it shows off a very um, techno-organic, shiny blue and purple beetle. Um, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't, there's nothing you can glean out of this except they are going to make they are going to use a very blue beetle. Yeah, well, if, if we're getting a poster, that should mean, theoretically, a trailer is on its way. But, it, you know, it looks like our release date isn't until August, so maybe that's a little yeah. too far away to be getting a trailer already. Yeah. Uh, not 100% sure there. I'm curious how much James Gunn had a hand in on this, right? You know, he's tweeting it, obviously, because he is in charge of the studio now, so he's out there, mm-hmm. you know, putting his uh, putting his following count to work. But, like... This this film was pretty far along it's, by the time he got in, in there. Yeah, it's been in the can for a while. Uh, they've been yeah, in post. So I wonder if I wonder if he got in there, got his hands on it a little bit, or who knows? Maybe he watched and he's like, "No, this is good. You yeah. guys made a good movie. No notes. I can't really do anything about it anyway. I just yeah. started." So, and, well, Blue Beetle is an interesting. You know, as a character, uh, he he's a young boy who gets, um, I guess, this blue space beetle attaches to him, and it gives him a a suit that looks like Iron Man, and he can like. I guess summon weapons and abilities out of it, right? And it's kind of like talking yeah, it's to like, him. It's like Iron Man meets Venom, but yeah. it's all happening to a teenager. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a very unique take that DC hasn't done before, right? Like, they're always pulling out their, like, their bigger guns. So, like, 
if, if James Gunn is like, yeah, this is totally fine, this is great because, you know, it's a unique movie with a unique character, and hopefully we possibly see some more of these characters because they need to keep bringing out more and more. Um, Blue Beetle was also in the same camp. They were filming at the same time they were doing Batgirl. So a lot of people were surprised that they did not um, can this uh, right when Batgirl got canned. Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's pretty cool. I mean, for me, it's, it's a cool-looking poster, but like trying to explain this to somebody is going to be a nightmare until they get the trailer going um, and, and, and show what version they're pulling off. But, yeah, like you said, um, it's like Venom and Iron Man meet together and take over. I guess not take over, work with a, a kid to, to fight crime. So, um, yeah, check out that poster in our show notes. Uh, two more bits of DC Universe news, Mike, while we're here. James Gunn um, shared an image on his social from the comic book series Kingdom Come. And I talked to this about to this with you. I said, this is a very bold move, right? Um, DC fans are fanatics through and through. They will take anything you throw out there and um, turn it into their own twisted thing or say, if you didn't release this, to hell with you, we hate you. Um, two theories behind this image that he shared. One is a bunch of superheroes literally around a table making plans, which is probably what he's been doing every day mm-hmm. at work for the past couple months. Or I guess one full month. Um, or is he teasing literally the potential adaptation of this comic series, which deals with the old guard, quote-unquote older superheroes, Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Green Lantern, Batman, dealing with newer, younger superheroes coming in and, you know, being, you know, being just disasters, right? Kind of like a like a the boys scenario uh, of mm-hmm. some of that stuff. So I don't think he's going to do that, but boy, the internet loved to talk when this dropped the other day. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he knew exactly what he was doing, too, when he uh, tweets out these images. He's like, it's like official corporate communications now whenever yeah. he is out there uh, tweeting something. Yeah, so, it's not just fan uh, stuff yeah. anymore. It's like, is this real? Is this not real? Well, you don't know. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes. Yes. The other bit of news is I saw that Warner Brothers is closing a deal with Amazon to develop new DC animated content for the Prime service, not just HBO Max, which I think is a big miss overall. Um, I why would you why would you put your content on Prime and HBO Max, right? Like why not use your service you own? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, um, maybe Amazon is like reading the tea leaves of things like Invincible. Uh, oh, like, we're doing really good with this animated superhero stuff. Let's get more of it. it maybe that's... And then Warner Brothers, like, you want to pay us how much for this stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I mean, we were just kind of doing, like, this, you know, quote-unquote well, direct-to-video strategy for all of our DC animated stuff right now. So maybe maybe that, maybe that's what it is. Maybe this kind of, like, one-off adaptations of comic books are going to move over to, like, Amazon, and then these more, like, serialized things, like Harley Quinn will stay at HBO well, Max. I, I mean, I still think either way, it, it's... It, that sucks that you got to go to both to watch it, right? Like, you got to figure out which one it's on uh, if you're wanting to watch DC stuff. But I do think, you know, we've talked about this before, Amazon is... They're they're doubling down on animated content, it seems like, right? Um, with the, the advent of Invincible. So if they're doing animated stuff and... Amazon wants to just license the characters and create the content themselves. I think I think that's fine because I think Amazon is doing everything they can to get a lot of animated content uh, on their stuff. Netflix, they they can their net their their animated stuff right earlier this year. It wasn't that the news. Oh yeah, they they gutted yeah. a lot of their animation. Yeah, a lot, a lot of animations out the door, but Amazon seems to be to be going all in. So um, 
maybe, maybe that's what it is. This is weird. I just don't. I don't like the idea. I mean, I don't want one. I don't want one streaming service to rule them all. But like, I know where I can go watch all my Marvel content. Right. Like, I don't have to pop between three different apps. Uh, so, it just this seems weird. All right. So we're gonna go back into the trailer park. We're, we're, we we now have four more trailers to talk about before the end of this episode. Uh, one first and foremost is the first full story trailer. For the Super Mario Brothers movie, Mike, um, <laughs> coming out from, is it Universal and um, uh, Illumination? Illumination, from, yeah. From the people that brought you the Minions. Yes. So, um, and, uh, but before Chris, this God trailer dropped I early hate, in the morning. Early in the morning, we had a uh, promotional images, like they do a lot of times before trailers. Let's throw out some promo art, get people excited, get the news cycle going. And I was looking through them in the morning, and, you know, there were some shots of, like, uh, Luigi and Mario in front of, like, their plumbing truck, which I didn't yeah. even know they had. So that's kind of fun to add to the universe. Some other, like, maybe stills from the trailer. And then this a graphic of uh, Luigi with the title that just says, You've been Luigi'd. You just got like, Luigi'd is what like it says. It's a, yeah. Like uh, you're getting Rickrolled. And I was like, what is this? Why does this exist? And I ignored it. Then later on in the day, the trailer comes out for the movie. And the first thing I do is go to the comments, right? I want to see if people are talking about the new Chris Pratt voice, you know, uh-huh. we've got a little bit more of it this time around. Uh, wrong. What I see is a lot of links to things that I think they're going to be like analysis of the trailer or like, Oh, did you see this part down in the corner? Nope. It's all screenshots of people getting Luigi. So I ran with it and I Luigi my hand, uh, mm-hmm. my fair share of people before we recorded this episode today. So it's true. Had a lot of fun with it. My wife caught on fast. Because every time I Luigi somebody, I let her know like, "Oh man, I just got yeah. this person." And then she's out. She's out in the world, uh, and I'm texting her like, "Oh, you wouldn't believe what I just like found behind the toilet." And she was just like, "Don't send me Luigi." And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's why I married you. Yeah. You're on top of it." But it's yeah, been fun. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not fun. Uh, it's not fun. You. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say what you did, but you abuse your position. And <laughs> okay, this is what it's all about: setting yeah. up the bait, right? Yeah. You got to get the right bait, and then you have to wait because if you prematurely send it. It's not as exciting if they just open up their phone and they just see it. You, they have to be in anticipation of yeah. a photo. So uh, sometimes it works where you're just like, oh, I'm about to send you a picture. And then, you know, wait a minute. You could say like, oh, no, sorry, I think I deleted it. And they're like, oh, no, that's okay. It's like, oh, no, wait, I found it. And then they're at the, they're at the edge of their yeah. seat. What is it? What are they yeah. sending me? Bam, you get luigi Yeah, yeah just – just, it- I'm all I'm all for a good prank. I'm all for for falling for this stuff. But don't abuse your abilities, folks. If people trust <laughs> I, I wanna... you for for news, don't don't throw them under the bus twice in a row. Uh, I, I do want to know if there's context to the quote, right? Like, is this yeah. something like Charlie Day is going to say in the movie or something? Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but I'll be waiting. Oh yeah. But uh, the trailer the trailer was fun. There's a whole lot going on here. Tons of uh, a litany of Mario references yes. out the wazoo. Outfit changes. Mario yep. Karts, Mario Rainbow Kart. Roads, yeah, uh, the Smash uh, Brothers, Donkey Kong. Uh, you yes. know, the, he's only, the, like it looks like it looks like he's walking into a coliseum, but it's just like if you turn it sideways, this is a this is only a Smash Brothers level, and he's fighting Donkey Kong. Um, yeah. There's uh, like floating 2D levels, mm-hmm. which maybe it looks like it could be part of like a like a, a training montage, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like the vibe I got from it. But yeah, lear- it looks... learning how to, to, to hit blocks and use the Mario stuff, right? But, but, yeah, yeah, but there's a little bit of... Um, when the, they're highlighting Mario a little bit, there's like some sort of like graphic or like 
map or something that kind of appears behind him and they're highlighting like Brooklyn and stuff like that. So that, I think that's basically what Chris Pratt is doing. He's just kind of doing like a very light Brooklyn accent yeah. for Mario. And it's, it's fine. He says, woohoo, woohoo at the end of the trailer, which is fun. So, I mean, you, this is just what you're going to have to deal with people. Yeah. This is the Mario that you're getting. Uh, so accept it <laughs> or because like they're not going to change it. The, yeah. the, the, the son the ugly Sonic ship has sailed. They right. ain't going to undo it. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, it's probably, again, he didn't really say a whole lot in this. Like he says a little more, but yeah. not a lot. Like it's not like full sentences. You're not getting Charles Martinet who just does the, the high pitched voice to do a whole movie. You'd be annoyed the whole goddamn time. Honestly, it's fine. I, I mean, from what I saw this, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to see how they, they pull all those references together. As long as it makes sense, totally cool with me, right? Like, I'm fine um, with it as long as it's not just, like beating us over the head. But, like, it looks fun. It looks good. It, it, it's, it's a very, you know, it feels like we're in the Mario-verse if it was, like, using Xbox and PlayStation 5 graphics, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks fun. You know, Peach uh, seems to be kind of a badass, right? She's like, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go take on Bowser. I'm going to stand up for my kingdom. She's not just like a damsel in distress. So that's fun. Um, yeah, I, I think it's got a lot of fun references uh, in this. So I'm, I'm very excited to watch it. And, and you know, just be thankful we're not getting a remake of the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie because, you know, that would just be horrible uh, all around. <laughs> we, we've come a long way. And whether you, you think Chris Pratt's good or not, it, this this movie's going to happen. So um, and I love Mar- I love I love a good Mario. I love Mario games, right? Um Mario, Mario Kart, Mario regulars, they're all they're all good times. Check out that trailer in our show notes. Um, trailer for you, Mike, here that dropped yesterday is The Last of Us, the first big official trailer. We've seen teaser trailers, right? Uh, this seems to be more of um, I, I'd say it's still lacking on the story, but a lot more characters, a lot more set pieces than we've gotten before, right? It's not just Ellie and Joel. There's a whole litany of other characters in here um, showing this. And apparently, I, I did see a thing that this 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 show and maybe the game you'll have to tell me if I'm wrong takes place 20 years after society is destroyed by the um whatever this fungus thing is right that's taking over people yeah uh, that sounds about right i i can't imagine that they would have a need to change it at all because the story is just already so bulletproof because they've already proved it you know in mm-hmm. a video game right um if anyone's unfamiliar with the game's like story structure it's you know about going from point a to point b they got to get from the east coast to the west coast and the first game is their journey to get out there right <laughs> so they yeah. meet a lot of people along the way and it's been a while since i've played the since i played the first game but there are familiar faces i see in the trailer like there's a uh there's like a I don't remember if they're a father and son or an older brother and younger brother um, that there's like you have like a little game set piece with them for like maybe, you know, 20, 45 minutes in the game. Like, oh, they're in there. They're probably like an episode or two or something like that. So it is fun to see that they're going to be bringing in these elements. Um, yeah, but probably like the big uh, the big uh, reveal is the end yeah. of the trailer when you, we finally get to see one of the bigger I don't even know canonically if I remember what they call them in the game. Like I know each each kind of like quote unquote zombie has like their own name. Like there's like clickers and I think there's boomers maybe or am I getting confused with the game Left 4 Dead because I know those types of zombies also had their own kind of like classification names. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't remember but there's a, one of the bigger ones. One of the big guys – is kind of revealed at the end of the trailer. It just looks great. The polish is there. Uh, very hyped for this. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if you if you've played the game, you cannot wait. Yeah, I was I would say the biggest uh, two two of the things 
um, I, I would say for me, one is that the point of this is she was bitten by one of these zombies and didn't turn, right? Um, mm-hmm. and getting in, didn't the infection intake? So she's some sort of part of the cure along the way. Yeah, she she has an immunity, and the the storyline here is Joel has to take Ellie out west yeah. to a facility where they're trying to manufacture a cure, and yeah. then hijinks, drama, and death ensues. And it's uh, it's very entertaining. Yeah, so that, to me, I mean, again, from someone who didn't play the games, that's definitely something, um, you know, I, I, did, I didn't I'll know at the gate. I'll have, to re- I'll have to keep reminding myself that you haven't played the game yeah. yet because I, I don't want to spoil anything for you. And even yeah. if you kind of know, like, maybe the general way, like, the first game ends, they're still, they're still fun to be had along the yeah. way. Yeah. Is, is the villain, I'm just double-checking, are they called bloaters? Is that that big one at the end? May, maybe, maybe, yeah. That that sounds like it could be a classification yeah. of them. I just I just know one of them, or maybe just in general, they're called clickers because they like yeah click. I, yeah. I seen the, the clickers <laughs> are like the human size ones. Um, yeah, and we saw yeah, that like... we saw that teaser kind of like in the first one of a of a clicker because um, mm-hmm. that's yeah that's the sound they make. Um, but yeah, so that was number one. Is that um you know is that she's she's like immune to this and they have to go out west was the other thing right that's the journey here that i didn't know that this game had so that's really fun to see that in this trailer and, and kind of get excited for that um because like there's a snow set piece there's a city set pieces right there's a snow set pieces um looks to be a really good time I, I, it looks like the quality for the show is there and i'm i'm excited to watch it and it's dropping um a little over a month on hbo max on january 15th um, something else, I don't think, there, there's not a release date for this yet, but another trailer we got is the Gen V, uh, the boys spinoff show, uh, that set, uh, it's not the animated spinoff, this is actually a live action spinoff set at the, um, Voight College, um, is, maybe, is that what they call it, I believe? Um, Vought. Vought College, yeah, so yeah. it's, um, on a college campus, uh, about this one girl who's, who's now getting there, they get to use their superpowers, um, this trailer's obviously very gory looks like someone has like blood tentacles they can use to yeah attack people. like some sort of like blood telekinesis or something it looked rad yeah um you know there's obviously murder and hijinks and stuff there's some cameos from like the other characters right the i forget her mm-hmm. name the redheaded lady who's like second in command um yeah um, the kind of the the ceo slash interim ceo yeah. i don't remember her name yeah. i think i saw a train a trained in there for possibly. a little bit yeah so like they've got some 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 crossover from the main characters at this college but it looks to you know can be focused on this one girl who's um starting there and, and maybe she's unc- i don't know uncovering something or figuring something out i don't know uh but it, but it looks to be on par with gruesome gore and superpowers that you don't normally see um for for a boys show, so um, this was pretty. This was pretty fun. I'm excited. There's no release dates coming out next year, 2023. Um, we do know the boys season four is currently filming as well, so um, we're going to be getting tons of the boys uh, content next year on Amazon Prime. Lastly, Mike, did you get a chance to watch this trailer at all before? You saw yes. the show notes. Okay, <laughs> I think this maybe this one was like the first of the week. I don't know. Like, yeah, uh, but this one was wild. <laughs> so it is a, a movie coming up called Cocaine Bear, and um, it literally that is the, what the movie is about. It's a bear that um, there's this plane that was running away with cocaine. They dropped cocaine over. Uh, they dipped, dropped out of the plane over t- Kentucky and Tennessee. This bear finds it. And the idea is that for X amount of period, when this bear eats this cocaine, it's like the most 
apex predator in the entire world, right? Um, because <laughs> it's on a murderous rampage. Um, th- this is being directed by Elizabeth Banks um, mm-hmm. and produced by Phil Lord and Chris Miller as well, Mike, in case you didn't know that. Um, but this looks to be just a, I would even say, like, maybe B-level, like, quote-unquote slasher comedy where the slasher is a bear hopped up on cocaine the yeah, whole time. The, the, the movie definitely knows what it is, right? And I feel like it, it had to reach some sort of um, talent pool level, right, in order for it to kind of get the budget to produce this uh, visually effects heavy bear, yep. you know? In every scene, it looks hilarious. It looks um, it looks exciting, and it yeah. it just looks like one of those ideas where it's like you always see it, right? Like, oh, wouldn't it be hilarious if somebody made a movie like this? Well, yep. they did it. This this is going to be uh, yep. that movie. So this uh, this bear, the actual this is based on a real story, which is which mm-hmm. is the crazy part. Literally is forty minutes away from me. The the actual carcass, the the oh. stuffed bear, is in Lexington, Kentucky, <laughs> forty minutes oh, away from me. Oh snap! You gotta uh, see it. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. Uh, it it's a staple for Kentucky. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it, it's um, very much going to be interesting. I, I, I'm excited to watch this. This is not going to be something I'm going to be taking very seriously, right? Like this is not like a. I don't think it's a qual. This isn't like an Oscar bait movie at all. This is going to be exactly what it is a movie about a bear on a murderous rampage after eating a, a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> so um, I, I don't know what else to, to say. This this is an R-rated trailer, so there's blood and language, um, right? Uh, so feel free to, to watch it, maybe, maybe not around your kids. But I'm very interested to see how this movie turns out, Mike, um, uh, through and through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, is there anything else? I mean, this is – I don't know what else to say about – cocaine bear but uh, i just thought it's funny that we we're getting a trailer this is coming out in february uh yeah i mean i think elizabeth banks is very funny she's she's got a a little bit of a dicey uh directing um history right now the last thing she did was that charlie's angels you know reboot Mm -hmm. so uh who who knows exactly what's in store for her future but this one looks like it could be putting a stake Mm -hmm. in the ground of just like Take me uh, seriously. I'm very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, and, and the weird thing is it was pitched as Phil Lord and Chris Miller were producing a real uh, a horror movie based on real events, and then it comes out that it's this. Um, and I think the last thing, was it, did she, was that her last thing she felt as Yeah, I was trying to think. The only thing, last thing I could only think of her in was Lily Power Rangers, but I forgot that she voiced um, a wild style in the Lego movies as well. Mm. Um, for for her so um yeah anyway cocaine bear trailer in the notes uh that's it for the show this week mike even though we just got off of like, brazil comic-con there may be some more stuff that leaks through throughout the next couple days we'll let you guys know but um yeah if people know what you're up to what you're doing where can they find you at man oh they can find me at mike royer design on instagram twitter and tiktok and you can read my web comics at pickledcomics.com chris if people want to catch up with you where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram, Valdan87, V-A-L-D-A-N. I'm still on Twitter. I'm not really using it, but it's there. You know, <laughs> message me is fine. Um, but, yeah, you can find us here every week on – find me every week on Superhero Slate. People know about the show, uh, all the stuff we're doing. Um, you know, preload some of our podcasts so you can listen to them when you're visiting your family this, this holiday season. We're going to get all that good stuff at yeah, if you're forced to adopt an offline mode coming up here for the holidays, you can find us at superhero slate.com. 
best place to find all the avenues we host our show. Uh, if we're on anybody's Spotify wrapped, that's awesome. That's how you know you're yeah. a super fan, right? Yeah. If Superhero um, Slate shows up on your Spotify listen, wrapped. Brian, a friend of the show, Brian, we were on his Spotify wrapped. Uh, it's like the the third number third podcast he listened to this year. Nice. So, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, we got our upcoming release calendar on our website. That's very helpful. Our show notes. So many trailers, right? We got all of those links in our show notes. Go check that out. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You get merch, superheroeslate.com slash store. We love hearing from you. Reach out. Let us know what you're watching, uh, what you're listening to. Uh, we, well, you know you're listening to us because I'm yeah. talking to you right now. That's so right. we love you, and we hope you come back next week. <laughs> That's right. We love our super. We hope we love our super fans. We love our so, super fans. And tell us what you're doing. I want to know what you guys are up to. We're, we always say what yeah, we're just, doing. Tell us what, what you're are doing. You, what, yeah, what are you doing? Are yeah. you what, what, what are you doing what with yourself? You get, what are you doing? Yeah. What you chores did you get done this week? God, we want to know. Make sure you wash behind your ears. You'll always forget to wash behind your ears. Chris, I influenced a listener last week. Oh god. They watched they watched Holly and the Hot Chocolate and oh. they enjoyed it. Oh, okay. So well, that's all I have to say is <laughs> my berating last week worked. On at least one person. You wore someone so. down enough to to watch it. There you go. Yeah. That that the movies now have four viewers. I wonder if they message. Yeah. Uh, did they did they message the director on 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 Instagram too? Uh, They're out there. All right. Well, let's wrap right. this up. Let's get out of here. We so. we we love you, folks. We'll see you next week. That's right. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe.